0: my birthday today oh, you- in australia <gasps> at least what happy, ah! happy birthday naru
1: it's
2: your birthday, birthday. so at party everyone it's, it's your birthday. birthday and the lyrics <laughs> are on <not> good
1: <laughs>
2: on purpose yeah. birthday so
1: uh, i guess the way to start
2: <laughs> i mean that's that's kind of a good way to start it's it's naru's birthday which is
0: why naru is here wearing a Sage i'm said
1: no, you're Naru. Actually, never no, really. <laughs>
0: or am I
2: Sade, though? I don't know. That's a really convincing mascot costume of Sade that you're oh,
3: oh, you're Sade? Uh, name all of his dolls.
0: Um, All of the dolls. Damn it. There you
3: go. It checks it's out.
2: There. Oh, man. Well, uh, I hope you don't mind that we set this whole thing up. For you, Naru, that we brought you to this abandoned, um, uh, this abandoned pizza party, animatronic ball pit arcade.
0: No, I love it.
1: I, I absolutely love it.
0: Cool, that's great. <laughs>
1: did you did you ever have a Chuck
0: E. Cheese birthday? Does that exist in Australia? No, we don't have Chuck E. Cheese here.
3: Do you have an analog?
4: Hi guys, my mic has been muted for like twenty
5: minutes. <laughs>
3: Now that is on theme.
4: I've just been talking and no one's been responding to me.
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, good moment, when
4: I've been doing bits and skits over here. <laughs>
5: I am not
0: doing even sure when what thing. happened
2: necessarily. Dancing, singing. You, can we get a recap or is it is it too late now?
4: Uh it was announced it was announced that it was Nari's birthday and I did a whole funny bit where I flung some garbage across the room to make a bunch of noise and and shouted "birthday."
2: <laughs> I definitely oh heard that part, but yeah, I, mean, I after that. that you went. You uh, I thought you'd been killed by an animatronic.
4: <laughs> someone mentioned we were at a pizza place. I was like, pretty sure it's hot dogs. <laughs>
0: I'm seeing a lot of hot dogs around. We didn't... I, You know, come to think of it, But before
2: we start this... By the way, hey, g- hey, gang, this is an interesting preface to say this is an undercooked discussion for a change. We haven't done one of these since The Lighthouse. And uh, we're going to talk about Willy's Wonderland because we all watched it not long ago.
1: And it's actually timely. Like, even uh, more timely hmm. than when we recorded The Lighthouse. I Which
2: mean, was like, what, six months? It's like oh, six months least. between? Yeah. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, the first thing I, I want to point out, because this has been pointed out, is there wasn't a single pizza in that movie, was there?
0: No.
4: No. No, they said early on it was it was hot dogs.
0: Yeah, it was hot dogs.
2: Zero out of ten.
0: <laughs> Kids pizza. came and had hot dogs and played games, because well, pizza is Wait,
2: was there ketchup on the hot dog?
0: Ooh, I don't, I don't remember. remember. Because I've it's seen been this ruled. movie twice now, and I don't remember.
4: Anyone it's who says you can't put ketchup on the hot dog is a fucking cop.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it, has been,
2: uh, um, it has been officially ruled as of the uh, uh, another podcast I listened to called We Got This with Mark and Hal that their the, the, the inaugural episode confirmed for all time that you shouldn't put ketchup on a hot dog. I
4: yeah, well, they're fucking narcs.
0: Yeah. I've been doing it wrong.
1: Hey, I like ketchup hey, on a hot dog.
4: Here's the rule. Put whatever the fuck you want on whatever the fuck you want. Anyone who's yeah. upset about anyone who's upset about pineapple on pizza is fucking weird.
3: Eat yeah. whatever you like.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Put fire on kids. I mean, um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> that also happens. And like that being said, that being here.
4: said, words words mean things, and a hot dog is not a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so... Are we
3: really gatekeeping food this much today? <laughs>
0: Please well. The reason, well we here's, the reason,
1: here's
4: the reason a hot dog is not a sandwich.
0: It's pretty
2: apt. Okay, why why?
4: Because when I was young and we didn't have hot dog buns, I would take two slices of bread, put two hot dogs between them, and that is a hot dog sandwich.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think the semantics make sense in that respect. So Yeah. I get it.
1: Um
0: I so Willy's so Wonderland? Laura,
2: uh, you saw it twice?
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, so after we watched it, uh, a bunch of my Australian friends were like, hey, do you want to watch Willy's Wonderland tonight? And I was like, hell yeah. So I watched it twice in the same day.
2: How How did you feel about it the second time? And how
3: was it watching uh, with a bunch of drunkards? I mean, Australians,
0: sorry. <laughs> Honestly, because they yeah. hadn't seen it and I had, um, there was a lot more that I got to pick up on. And there was a lot more that I could just be like, yes, I love this. And I know what's coming <laughs> and I love what's coming. So I just, it was better the second time almost. Nice.
2: I can, I can imagine.
1: Um, oh, that's Good. I'm going to provide some background information on Willie's Wonderland. This movie came out on February 12th, 2021, AKA less than two weeks ago. Again, timely. I'm so proud of it. Um,
2: yeah.
1: And it was directed by Kevin Lewis and, uh, with a screenplay written by Gio Parsons and um, as everybody knows if you don't haven't seen the trailer or haven't been on the internet oh, um, sorry about it
2: really it, it the, stars
1: Nicolas Cage it basically I mean really are is, is, the the
2: the way you you describe Willy's Wonderland is it's a it's a incredibly low budget movie where Nicolas Cage beats up a bunch of mascots
0: yeah, and yeah. nothing
2: bad happens to him
0: ever no I mean, he does get attacked, but it's never a problem. Yeah, yeah a new I mean, word. Like, okay.
2: Yeah, no. That's. I mean, that's kind of the point. If you look, if you know what you're getting in, if you don't have like huge expectations going into the movie, it's it's fun.
1: Honestly, if you see if yeah. from a, a lot of fun. A, when I think about it from a distance, like if like I just watched this on my own, knew nothing about it going into it, I think this movie was shit. Oh, but yeah. like, it is a bad movie but because i knew what i was getting into it's like and I, my expectations were low i just expected nicholas cage to beat the shit out of a bunch of animatronics and i got to enjoy it with friends it was a it was a fun ride you got
2: exactly what it says on the tin yeah you got to exact. watch nicholas cage beat up animatronics
1: that's what i wanted and i got what i wanted more than in like spades and so that's if that's, if that's all you, <laughs> if that's
2: all you want you're going to have a good time. Well, it also helps that the viewing experience is, was good. Cause it was, I was all of us and, and Sade and Paprika watching it.
5: Yeah, um,
3: This movie and- is a, and I mean this with all the care and love in the world is a FNAF shitpost.
5: Yes. Yeah, 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 pretty much. I didn't hip know post that.
3: can be fun. And if you're in on the joke and the context, and if you're not in on any of that, yeah, you're not. This movie is going to be full of holes and stupid tropes, and yeah. it's going to be just like nonsensical and stupid. But if you go in knowing what you're going into, it's very, very fun. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I. <sighs> I will say it's interesting because I feel like the reason why people are jumping on the on it is because of Five Nights at Freddy's, and like let's be—I know people are like, "Well, has that has it phased out or has that like craze phased out?" Oh God, no! It just—if you talk to teenagers, they fucking love it. They still are obsessed with it. Well, let's it's see. so weird.
0: The, the game—the
3: uh, trailer for the VR game just released today. So it's yeah. still at a height of popularity.
0: I mean, I was saying um, my housemate is a teacher with children, and she often comes home and goes. So the kids played Freddy Fazbear today and murdered each other. So even <laughs> like still very much into Five Nights at Freddy's. To be, to be fair, I've heard um, uh,
2: Kayla and I, where we live, we live fairly close to a like a, a preschool. And so when the kids are outside playing, we hear them from our like place sometimes. <laughs> and I've heard kids, you know, yell things about Nightmare Freddy. These are very small yeah. kids or whatever. But I've also heard like I'm Sonic.exe. He's like <laughs> Sonic oh. but bloody. <laughs> oh my god!
1: <laughs> really? Yeah. That kid.
3: That <laughs> kid wins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and these kids are like what five?
3: They're, I want to buy amazing. that kid beer. <laughs> Oh, that is amazing. I love that.
2: Yeah, I just I figured I'd share that. That was a while ago, but then again, these are also it's it's great because you'll hear so many things out of uh, out of context. I remember one time something fell down, and I heard, actually heard one kid just go, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit!" Long <laughs> pause. Oh
5: shit!
3: God, I wish I could have been that kid on the playground. I'm Batman. Yeah, well, I'm Superman. Well, fuck you. I'm Sonic Exe. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I think it was like it was like that whole thing where it's like some kid was like, I'm the joker. I'm the joker. And they're like, well, I'm Sonic.exe. I'm oh Sonic, but bloody. And I can teleport. That is oh awesome.
1: That I is love so that. Fun. I remember hearing that too. And I, we were looking at each other like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that kid is officially iconic. Yeah. I
1: mean,
2: say, you say, what you want. say what you want about Sonic.exe. And we have, but <laughs> a lot. It's kind of, yeah, okay, thank you. But, and we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it certainly left, <laughs> left an imp- it made an impact.
1: Especially yeah. if a five year old in well, uh, at uh, preschool, or no, they'd be four, right? The I guess are, so. Older preschoolers well, again. <laughs> well, I mean, either it, way, you know what? Way,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah, would like, have to assume they've got older siblings, surely. Well, <laughs> no, okay, no. that
3: still means that if. It- staying power how many creepy pastas even icon pastas have come and gone and sonic exe is still really? somewhere in the cultural conscious like wow
0: you're not going to hear wow. them talk about ben drowned that's for sure yeah no. uh,
3: well god knows the creator's really trying to revive that but it's not they, happening. You,
2: you know they uh the speaking of which uh the creator actually just finished the series apparently
3: Oh man, I will I didn't know there was more. Did anyone look into like the videos he released I, like to, re- to reboot it?
2: I did a little bit just only because I saw it the was, ending and I'm like, wait a minute, that's a uh Jitisable, I'll take a look at that and I just watched so, the finale with no context I'm like, okay, a lot of sh- a lot of complicated lore shit seems to have happened in yeah. this Act Majora's Mask game. So
3: this like some of it was just videos of like an image and then text slowly populating on screen.
4: And that was it. I I have a great tangent story to go off on. Uh, I used to be friends with someone who worked at a used game store. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know this sounds like the beginning of a creepypasta story, but (laughs) it's sort of adjacent. Um, um, And uh, he... Told me after uh, th- this store isn't open anymore because used game stores aren't really a thing anymore because those yes. are just going away. Um, but he told me he had to start examining like trade ins extra close because there were people who. Apparently, they're out there that make reproduction carts that reproduce what happens in Sonic.exe, the creepypasta.
1: Oh, Oh my God. God.
4: And they were uh, putting the chips of those into game cartridges for the actual Sonic the Hedgehog games. Awesome. And trading them in. (laughs) Awesome. And... I realize that made his job harder, but that's fucking
2: hilarious, and <laughs> yes, I love it. it <laughs> uh, but, anyway. but anyway...
1: Do you think uh, FNAF will have that same stain power? Like, well, I you, mean, fortunately...
5: that's, that's the point uh, I was trying to get
2: to, is that FNAF already does. I mean, they, again, keep in mind, this in this in the same breath as this conversation about Sonic.exe, I heard the little kids talking about uh, Foxy... Freddy, mm-hmm. Golden Freddy, <laughs> Nightmare Bonnie—you know, lots of names for stuff that is basically just all recolors. And I don't know how, like, like at this point, the 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 lore of that of that thing is so inscrutable. It was nice when it was just like, oh, yeah. some, a bunch of
1: Drain. dead kids on the animatronics.
2: Um, um, there's a there's- so so it's clear, but it's still in the cultural zeitgeist pretty strong. I would say stronger than Sonic.exe, but yeah. you know. I well, it, I, well, I don't like, know.
0: It's, it's even to the point where a friend of mine who plays Dead by Daylight said that there are people lobbying the company to put string like springtrap as a killer.
3: Oh, which could work. Like yeah, you could see. do that. It,
1: it's interesting because like I it's amazing that this has the like power that it does because uh, Chuck E. Cheese is now if I it's it's bankrupt right now, right? Yeah, so like
3: emerged bankrupt. from bankruptcy.
1: Okay but like it's not exactly a popular thing like mm-hmm. it, that it we i mean one of the things that makes it work is because when we were kids like you like us says like in our like mid 20s to early 30s thir- um have memories of going to Chuck E Cheese and seeing these weird animatronics and not working too well and being creepy as hell and then also, people like kids from the '80s who went to, um, oh, Showbiz Pizza. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, you had the Rock of Fire explosion. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so, real? yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, that was, or that was a real thing. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. And and uh, but but like. Is is that a thing that people like teenagers now? Like, did they do that so, as
2: kids? So th- here's here's the way I here's the way I see it. This is this is my thought on the matter. You know, when I was growing up, even though I hadn't seen the movies, you think about all the like movie genre villains that were in like the like a kid consciousness. Like, you get kids who would talk about Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers. But, you the, know, but like, those
1: are movies.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, I'm saying video games hadn't hit that point yet when we were kids. You know. Where there was like you know that that thing, so we've this is the kind of like horror movie icon that like kids can pick up and I and like run with because they're they're these you know animal characters, they're animatronic characters, and it's like it's like they're they're accessible, you know, yeah. like I don't know like they may not have the same context per se, like they don't have the same nostalgia, they might but well
3: our- not to mention the fact that games have supplanted movies in a very big way, especially for the younger generations, a game is accessible. Five Nights at Freddy's costs $3. That's the price of like seven movie tickets. And and
2: we also have funny screaming YouTube man, (laughs) genre to thank for the popularity of that, because funny screaming YouTube man, whoever that is, and by the way, that's a (laughs) catch-all title, would play Five Nights at Freddy's and- do funny scream and that would catch the attention of their uh, their millions of, ch- of small child followers or young followers, and they pick up on that and run with it. Now, so we have yeah. FNAF would have probably I don't know if FNAF would have done as well as it did without funny screaming YouTube. man.
1: now here here's my question with uh, Willie's Wonderland. It's yeah. it's rated R. It's absolutely rated R. Um, <laughs> I think what they're running on is the whole cult idea because it is supposed to appeal to our generation. I don't think it's supposed to appeal to the FNAF crowd because the no. FNAF crowd are teenagers. They wouldn't be able to technically see this movie unless their like older sibling or parent like allowed them to watch it.
2: Well, I mean, the same could be said, too, for the Banana Splits movie.
1: Yeah, but Bana- Ban- Banana Splits 2, I think, is also aiming towards our generation yeah because
2: they're, they're still hooking on to the idea that well the nostalgia comes from the fact that it's these it's these like these janky these janky uh pizza animatronic band yeah. things
0: yeah i, don't, the nostalgia I don't know that you guys actually had of going to Chuck E. cheese
3: Yeah, the Banana Splits, I'm not entirely sure who that's for. It could be for us, but I have no cultural context for the Banana Splits outside of (laughs) hearing about the reboot.
1: That came out in like the early 70s. My whole
4: whole frame of reference for the Banana Splits is it was the show that came on while I was falling asleep and Cartoon Network was on. (laughs) Oh,
1: wow. Oh, it was actually on? Oh, my God. Yeah, Cartoon
4: Network used to play it late at night. Pre-adult swim.
1: Um, I didn't even yeah. know about this until like it, this movie got announced. Uh, I, I knew about Cindy and Marty Croft. I knew about P and R and stuff. Yeah. I'd never heard of. I him.
2: knew about the Banana Splits because my mom watched the Banana Splits. Oh, really? Yeah, the my thing, mom was in the. The theme, song, the theme
4: song is pretty permanently ingrained into my brain, but yeah. yeah
1: well, la I mean,
0: like there's la a real, la, the, la, la, la
3: Yeah. La yeah. Banana, it, banana, yeah. Wonderland.
0: That really that song, the Banana Splits. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Uh, Willie's Wonderland
3: know. is absolutely for is is a satirical take on FNAF yeah. and it is for people who are our age who are familiar with FNAF and maybe even played the early games, but you know are are a little perplexed if not turned off by where the game is now. Yeah. And so it's it's very much like I said, it's a shit post. Yeah.
0: No, and it's I definitely very- uh I think it's definitely got the um that edginess, just mm-hmm. that enough edginess that young kids will probably still attach to it. They'll probably still see it. You can never yeah. stop them from seeing it. Oh, they'll probably no. still see it and be like, I'm Willie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <What, laughs>
5: any, any, <laughs>
4: anyone Sorry, who ahead. hears there's a movie that's like FNAF, and any kid who hears there's a movie like FNAF and they are obsessed enough with it, they will find a way to watch this movie. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, the it's, it's, it's. They just... will be baffled. But. It's such an <laughs> inverse of the game. You have your mindless security guard g- g- ha- who has agency and just beats the shit out of these animatronics. It's the exact opposite of what the FNAF movie eventually will be. So that is mm. that is not for fans of FNAF.
5: No, no, yeah. no
1: Nicholas Cage's character is fascinating. Like The only thing we know about him is he's a veteran and drives a nice sports car. Because he well, doesn't... Pinball. Yeah, and, lo- and what's the fuck? And, the
2: ball the people, people. And, yeah. he, and he pounds the shit out of like a punch box.
1: Sorry to pop. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Is it he like is, a four is, loco? It, it's got to have alcohol in it somewhere. That
4: is, that, is a, that is an interesting point, though. Like in the actual FNAF movie, there's going to be such like reverence to the original characters. Mm-hmm. And like. That That is what makes this different in, you know, you get Nicolas Cage tearing the spine out of these animatronics. And that happening to Freddy will upset any fans of, like, you know, the Five Nights at Freddy franchise.
0: Yeah, And I, I really think that's the important part of Willy's Wonderland. It knows what it is. It doesn't even bother telling you much backstory until you're halfway through the film because it's like, <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need no. to know these characters. You just need to know where you are, what's going to happen, and you get to enjoy it.
3: Which makes yeah. me wonder why they bothered with all the ancillary characters at all. Like
4: that's that's the definitely the weakest they, part of the movie. I feel, I feel like they just needed murder meat.
0: Yeah, I mean that's and, kind of where it sits in horror. It's it's sure. that basic. Like they're all cookie cutter cutouts that you get to watch die. Have fun. Yeah. It is.
2: It is like
1: they really are just kill fodder.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean the film is remarkably self aware of how bad it is. You know, like. Yeah. Like that's the I think that's kind of the because like mm-hmm. none of these characters who are in there like make any remotely intelligent decisions. No. And um I mean the fact that that two of the characters straight up have sex after now, I, I, I don't remember Naro, maybe you can recall. Did they no. did they go to fuck in the 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 super surprise party room after yeah, the one of their
0: one time room? Uh I don't think before? anybody had nobody, nobody had been killed, killed yet.
3: I don't think it was on screen, at least. Like, they weren't aware of it. But
0: but they know that
1: they've been in this town long enough. I mean, they're ready to burn it down. They know these animatronics come to life. They know they uh, try to attack and kill people. And yet, yeah, fuck it. Let's go have sex.
0: The scene itself was very reminiscent of um, Cabin in the Woods, where like um the quote-unquote slut character went from being like i'm intelligent to being like i'm really into it because of the pheromones like it was very (laughs) it knew what it was doing of she's just horny now doesn't matter her opinion she's horny now (laughs) but like in
1: in cabinet woods they do point out there's because he got the i forget his name but he's like what the fuck what
2: yeah yeah, and, and then and that. Well, Cabin in the Woods is all about playing with and deconstructing all the tropes oh, of that. Anyway, absolutely. So whereas this is just like, well, this is a trope, so let's just put it in here and not bother to explain it at all. Yeah,
4: yeah. the difference. Like Cabin in the Woods deconstructs the tropes. This just embraces them.
0: Yes. Yeah,
3: but but no nudity.
0: No nudity. That is a shame. Yeah, that's I weird. I was expecting at least naked robots. I'll, I, I'll I, be honest, I'm disappointed.
3: Some
1: I thought she was going to, like, I, I knew they were going to have sex. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, I'm expecting to see some titty. And she's wearing a bra. And I'm like, no woman is wearing a bra while they're having sex. There's no. bullshit. Bullshit. That's not We no. didn't even
2: get to.
1: <laughs> I anyway, was bra. So, look, yeah,
3: it, it was and- really cold in the pizzeria, okay? Or sorry, the <laughs> okay. hot dog area. The hot
5: dog
1: Shit. Like I'm I not, come home okay, and I once throw I, off I'm my out. bra. Any excuse to take if what <laughs> any woman will know if there's I'm an out. excuse to take off your bra, <laughs> you will take it.
4: Time out. I'm not going to say this is from experience. <laughs> I don't want anyone knowing too much about my personal life. But <laughs> if you're having sex in a place where it's possible you will be walked in on, you do tend to keep some clothes on. <laughs>
3: If that's the fear, you're not going to like take off everything except the bra. Like you would just keep on a shirt.
1: Yeah. You like, again, personal life, but you are, you are right. If you know you're going to be walked in on, you will keep clothes on, but you don't take your, for most part, you don't take your shirt off. You just leave it on and it's a quickie. And you're just like, if you think you're going to be walked in I, on.
4: I will I will give you that, but maybe, I don't know.
3: You're also just not so. gonna go into a big open room.
0: You're to be gonna find fair, It was R eighteen. So like yeah, you expect it to be kind of I guess maybe this is like the bloodlust of horror. You expect titties. <laughs> that's well just again, kind of, we're
3: talking about embracing tropes. And that's yeah. a really big trope.
0: It's titties. It's
1: <laughs> I also, do think that also, also what I said it earlier is yeah.
4: not an effective method, just so everyone is out there is aware of it.
2: <laughs> fair this fair enough. Not
4: advice. This is yeah, this is not valid
2: advice corner. This is
4: <laughs> Welcome to Ellen's Advice yeah, it's Corner. Funny. It's like, y- you're thinking like, ah, if I just keep my pants around my ankles, I can pull them up rip- again real quick. Oh, no, God. you're going to, no. if someone walks in, you're going to tumble in <laughs> your dick to Oh,
5: go. yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So you don't do that in an open room. You do it in a supply closet where hopefully yeah. no one hears you. And, you Mind know.
0: You, they were on the slide as well. They or, just if you're, like, or if you're like 17 and you're in high school,
3: table. you do it in the props closet of
4: the theater department. Oh my God. <laughs> for example, <laughs>
0: if you don't
1: have enough time, or then just there's other methods besides just um uh full on intercourse, Chloe's exists. She so
0: wasn't into it either. I'll be honest, she so wasn't.
4: Kids, you should all be like, fucking I- each other, is the point of this podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah, kids, play it, just, play it safe. Although, I get she to- wanted it, but she was not into it.
1: I do I do gotta give props. they do, at least there's that creepy point where a fucking alligator uh, mascot <laughs>
0: is
1: washing him
0: and he actually has the eyes that are like it. it.
5: Yeah, that was awesome.
0: <laughs> well, like that's the thing isn't it the the uh, mascots are serial killers in yes, that are transferred into the the robots. so technically, oh. they're not even just serial killers, they're child killers. This guy probably is getting his rocks off to it. He's probably
3: probably sitting there going, wow, they're making this insanely easy for me.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, he's just sitting there, he's less squinting with like, like he's staring on more like, just, really? Really? (laughs) Really?"
3: (laughs) Can can we talk about Nicolas Cage and just, ham? like, obviously our favorite, I'm not gonna speak for all of us, my favorite Nicolas Cage movies of the recent years are the ones where he just hams it up. And yes. this one, he hams it up so much at every opportunity, whether it's getting out of a car, looking at a sign, playing pinball. <laughs> like, And he has no lines, and who knows if that was part of the script or like he no, wanted he that, read, that he,
0: way. He, he, okay, so so I
3: do have a confession
4: regarding this film.
0: Go ahead. Oh.
4: Like, I am an unironic Nicolas Cage fan. Mm-hmm. I know I know we're so rare, but someone someone uh, holy shit. Someone like has pointed out like there's acting, there's overacting, and then there's what Nicolas Cage does, which can only be described as hyperacting. <laughs> <laughs> um I unironically love the second ghostwriter film, mm-hmm. if anyone's seen it.
0: I've only seen um, the first one. But I've seen it, but it's vague.
4: I go back, go back and rewatch that. Um, just the director of the second, the directors of the second Ghost Rider film were also the same guys who did the. Uh, 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 oh fuck! Why am I blanking on this? Um, Jason Statham, uh, two movies, uh, <laughs> Crank.
5: Uh,
4: right? Yes. Yeah. It was the guys who did the Crank movies, and oh. they are the most balls to the wall action directors of all time. I also love both
3: prank movies by the way. Um, yeah. And I love I love Bandy, for example. Bandy is amazing. And, and it has it has like the breadth of Nicolas Cage's acting in it cuz he's some t- places he's playing it serious. Other places, he's doing his crazy eyes and staring at the camera. You get the whole, like, smorgasbord of Cage acting there.
2: It, 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 it's the, it, yeah, it's, it's, the, he, it's the, he runs the gamut, and you get all of Nicolas Cage. I,
1: I, the thing no. is, there's, there's people you so, watch watching, and you're like, oh, no, they're they're clearly a bad actor. I don't think Nicolas Cage is a bad actor. He actually is a very good actor. He's very I think, I he's think so he is entirely, those... Go ahead. I
4: think he's entirely aware of what he's doing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And back to my I I unironically think Face Off is a good movie.
1: Oh, Face um, Off is uh, <laughs> kind of fun. I fucking love that movie.
4: But what I, the point I was trying to get to is like this is a weirdly understated role for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you it gets, is you get what you time. want,
4: but it's it, it's it's a strange it, it is a weird weird Nicolas Cage role.
3: Oh, actually that brings up a good point. Naru when yes. you watched it on your second time, because the, the, when I saw it, I remember saying, oh, he has one line. He said fuck at one point. So he has at least one line. Yeah. Did you hear that the second time around?
0: He actually says, ah. So he makes a noise, but he doesn't actually say a word. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Yeah, I don't so think he actually says a word. It doesn't subtitle that as the word fuck because it is not what he's ah. saying. Um, so he genuinely has no lines in this film. I, I, How R-18
3: again. There's no swearing. There's no sex or at least no nudity.
0: There's, there's swearing.
1: It's, swearing. It's the fact that oh, he, right,
3: right, right. Other people
1: it's, do. It. It's the fact that when he beats the shit out of them, it does. it is kind of gory. It's, it's but very just, brutal. It is very brutal. I think it's it, the it's, violence.
3: It, it's that weird obscenity thing. It's like, well, he's brutally tearing apart an animatronic. Okay. A robot? Who cares? Yeah, but it, it, it well, it's it's
2: reminiscent of gore, yeah. but it's yeah. not. It's a weird even, gray area. We don't even, not get even the kills when the when the people are killed in the movie. It's it's not over the no. top, or yeah. no. you know, it's like it's violent. But even I've seen way worse in other movies. Which though. brings
3: up another interesting question. So this movie, which is is a subversion of what Fnaf the Fnaf movie is going to be, um. What is that movie going to do for horror? That isn't just being stalked by animatronics. Yeah, will there jump be death? And jump
4: scares and yeah. will it
3: be gory? Probably, probably
4: not. Yeah, probably. games aren't
0: gory, so I no. don't assume that's got. I'm going
4: to offer time. my initial prediction yeah. that if there is a Fnaf movie, it's probably going to be PG yeah, thirteen. Yeah, probably, really
1: which is it's unfortunate. Like, but I, I will say though. um, if you want to see pretty gory stuff for, that has a FNAF film, um, I've seen clips of the banana splits. Oh my God. It gets yeah. so fucking gory. I like, actually do
3: want to watch that now.
1: Yeah, it does. Like, it's there's some clips and I'm like, you know what? I might just watch this. There's some horrifying shit that happens. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, they Man, they're not afraid to... there.
4: Next um, movie night, we need to do stuff. But after that, banana splits. <laughs>
1: uh, sure. But, I'm um, down. um yeah, you were- uh, I was gonna say I did read the behind the scenes for this um for this film because I was curious like how the fuck did this come about? Uh the the writer um uh had had he did write it so with the character in mind to not have any lines, uh, and the reason why is because he thought this was he was going to do this low budget and that yeah, chances yes. are he was going to have to be. The, the he wouldn't be able to get as many actors and he was gonna have to play the main character and he says I can't act for shit but or and he's like if I I gave I got rid of him to I got rid of him uh this character not to speak at all. Oh, so he, he, he did I, a re-
4: he he did a reverse Kevin
5: Smith. <laughs> yeah,
1: he didn't want to speak at all so um uh he took out any lines that he this character would say but um he posted on a forum and uh, here's a a friend of his said, "Do you mind if I pass this on to Nicholas Cage? I think uh, he'd really dig this." He's like, well, "Yeah, sure." And Nicholas Cage, of course, reads it and says, "I fucking love this. Let's do it." <laughs>
0: and
4: if I- I w- I'm sorry if I was a screenwriter and someone said, it, "Do you mind if I pass this along to my friend, my good friend Nicholas Cage? I think he'd like this." I would say there is no measurement of time. <laughs> <laughs> for, like, how fast I would say yes to that.
1: <laughs> uh,
4: yes, yes, we, absolutely yes. Yes, show them, show them now.
1: <laughs> now, there was, uh, there was something I, about the mascots that kept, like, um, I was like, there's something off about these mascots. And it, was, it, it didn't get pointed out until I read this, or I didn't figure it out until I read this. Uh, all the mascots are reptilian or amphibian. Almost all of them are in that sort of way. And that's because Nicolas Besides Cage loves that shit. That's why there's an alligator. There's a um, gecko or uh, chameleon? Again, chameleon. And yeah. chameleon. Yeah,
0: chameleon. Yeah.
4: Nicholas Nicolas Cage also owned a T-Rex skull until someone told him he wasn't allowed to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, there there was also the the two humans. The um, well, I guess you would say that Siren Sarah was a human as well mm-hmm. as um Faring Night. Faring and night. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also the gorilla whose name always escapes me. Gorilla Gus. Gorilla Gus, was it?
3: Or Gus Gorilla,
0: whatever. And yeah. then and uh of course Willie, who is a weasel. Yeah.
2: There is the ostrich.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, see the ostrich.
1: Uh, basically probably the best looking quote unquote animatronic.
2: Well, that's the one that was actually like a puppet. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. See the, yeah.
2: the okay, I, I will say I think what if the the one thing that this movie, I, you know, I realized that they, they had to get it, you know, know, these fairly complicated costumes with these characters but I wish that the, the characters actually moved like those janky animatronics that you'd see in a Chuck Uh, E. Cheese. You look at them and you see and you just see people in costumes kind of swaying on stage. They move organically. That's the whole point about it. So, you know, in a, in a, in the thing they have to get right in a FNAF movie is to make them move like crappy animatronics. So Yeah,
3: no one in Willy's Wonderland or none of the animatronics are really uncanny valley at all. No. No.
5: no. I
2: think
1: that's kind of why actually,
0: uh, um
1: Go ahead, N- Nara.
0: Oh, I was gonna say I think that's why Ozzy the Ostrich was uh more of like a I guess like a better animatronic to look at because it was puppeteered, so it was sort yeah. of like you, you got the idea that oh, you know, of course his neck is wiggly.
4: <laughs> yeah, you got a you yeah. got a little of that with Willy too, but it yeah. wasn't <laughs> the only yeah,
0: yeah, but like the the
2: one that like sticks out is Siren Sarah because oh, it's literally just a person wearing yeah. a mascot head. Yeah, that's clearly yeah. a person. Like bare arms and everything. Yeah,
3: yeah. Which it I, you know again, it's a shit post. So do I care? No, not really. No, <sighs>
0: it doesn't take away from the film. No, no. It's no. It just sort of like leaves things to be desired if they wanted to go further. Yeah. This
1: this whole film was clearly created on a shoestring budget. Like yeah. Y- you, well, yeah.
2: I joked with Kayla earlier. Most of the budget was probably to get Nicolas Cage there. Although wasn't he a producer?
5: Yes, yes. Yeah.
2: Okay, but most of the budget was. I feel like the majority of the budget was that. At like half of it was was having him involved. The other half was split two ways: making the animatronics and getting the rights to use Freebird. <laughs> is-
0: yeah. That was weird. (laughs) I will say, though, that it was five million. Um, And when you look at the set design and the costumes and all of that, you can see that they put it in the right places. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, even the set design, it does, like, at least inside, it does look like those things are meant to be there. They're not just, like, pulled from random locations. All the chairs look the same. Siri, how much did the room
4: cost to make?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I really do hope that um, for the FNAF film, they do film it in a, like, Chuck E. Cheese or, like, Mm. an abandoned type of Chuck E. Cheese. Six million
2: dollars. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually, um, Kayla, you brought up a point earlier I think it might be good to clarify because you said that one of the context clues we get is that he uh nicholas cage's character might be a veteran yeah you want to he
0: has dog tags
1: he, yeah that's it's, it's like the one of the first things you see is you see dog tags swinging from his um mirror in his car and um and you're like oh he's a veteran and that yeah. helped kind of explain um why he's so good at beating the shit out of people that actually might even explain why he's so um, he follows a strict schedule. Why he's so intent on keeping everything clean? If he really mm-hmm. was in the military, that kind of that is something that would stick in your brain. So, he is.
4: He is uh, at the end of in the end credits credited only as the janitor. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, So actually, there was something that was added to the script that was taken away. Um, that would have explained something, but they realized, nah, this. Let's keep it as ambiguous as possible. There is going to be a point when he gets into his car after this whole. Night was done that he would open up a book and it would be a list of all these like haunted, creepy places that would be scratched off, and then it would say, Willie's wonderland Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm
4: cool cool with that not being in there. No, I am too.
1: That it would have been interesting, but it's like, I like, I do like the fact that we don't know. I will say
0: that, like, um, I've seen a lot of theories about who he actually is, and one of one person pointed out very Aptly, I'd say that the pout that he does is actually a symptom of PTSD. People with PTSD do often do certain facial like expressions, and the pout that he was doing re- resembled that.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, like, it kind of feeds into the he is probably a veteran. He's probably gone to war at some point, or you know, had some PTSD riddled past. Well, and
3: in more extreme cases of trauma like that, some people do like shut down or they go mute or other stuff. Yeah. So, oh, totally believable. Or they yeah. fuck pinball machines. Or, yeah, or they
0: fuck pinball machines. I think yeah. that was They're
3: something he learned pinball. in basic training.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, some of my favorite
2: stuff in the movie was what, weirdly enough, in, in hindsight, was him just having a blast of that pinball machine. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: This one is, it's completely covered in dust and everything and he's so like oh this sexy thing yeah. and he he's painstakingly like wipes it down cleans it up and then every time he takes a break he plays it and he's uh, just
4: when i when i when i said earlier that uh this is like the least nicolas cage nicolas cage role cuz it's very understated the final scene of him playing pinball is 100% <laughs> the most nicolas cage thing yes. that happens in this film.
5: yeah, yeah.
3: He's an absolute technophile. He has this really nice car that, you know, he spends ass loads of time on. And then you sees a pinball machine and goes, hmm, could clean you up, couldn't I? <laughs> uh,
0: I have seen, though, that Nicolas Cage knows exactly who the main character is. Like, they have a backstory. They have a whole thing. He knows who it is. And he refuses to tell anyone. Good. As it
1: should be. Honestly, it, it's better that we don't know. I like the fact that this is just some yeah. random guy. I mean, having that kind that of makes sense. Know- Honestly, yeah. having the, uh, the the dog you know, tag to confirm that he's a veteran.
4: You know, in uh, hindsight, it is a little sad that he had to blow up the pinball machine. Uh, yeah. yeah, he loved that thing.
2: Wait, <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, did he it. didn't
4: blow it up; but it, that it got blown up.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, then again, that was because the um, the um, siren Sarah, Sarah decided to blow herself up. Apparently. Mm-hmm.
3: They should have had a post-credit scene of him and the surviving main character, whose name, of course, I don't remember, like dragging lived. the pinball machine into like the back of the car or something.
1: Uh, oh, that'd be fucking hilarious. They're, they're,
2: they're somewhere else, and they just wheel the pinball machine out of the car.
1: I, I kinda, <laughs> yeah. Actually, it would have been better like when he she's hopping in, and you look, and the pinball machine is just already in the back of the car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
5: yeah. the it it um, is.
3: It it is so weird that um we have this character that purposefully has no backstory which is, is as much as a satirical take this movie is very evocative of um Five Nights 1 where mm, you don't yeah. know anything about the character because it doesn't matter it's not important it's where you are and what's happening yeah. that's important and now we're like I don't know if anyone's watched the um the, the latest uh trailer for the new video game it's just it's just so so deep into lore and like good lord i don't care none of this makes any sense or matters
2: Yeah, again it's what i appreciate it's like oh here's the backstory not that you needed it there were some serial killers that killed people and then when they were found out they did a like a suicide pact that also was a ritual to keep their souls bound to the animatronics that's all you need which even that's that
3: almost ridiculous. feels like too much because the movie kind of stops at some point so we can get an exposition dump and I was like I don't yeah. care B- big deal. It, oh, oh, the funny part it, is Nicholas Cage doesn't
1: even to- care either. Yeah, that's yeah that's right. Right. no, he just right. he just doesn't care. He just taking wants to that run into
3: run. account, my new
4: favorite thing about this film is that I didn't have to watch a MatPat video afterwards. No Honestly, <laughs> <way. laughs>
5: oh, you know I have seen.
0: Um, I've seen the theory that. Uh, Nicholas Cage's character Indeed. is the is the devil who's coming to collect on the souls that were promised to him and that went he is to the Oh my god! This is <laughs> actually Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider.
5: This
4: is actually Ghost Rider three. That's my new game.
3: They're not going to let me do Ghost Rider three. I guess I'll just have to do it in a different movie.
5: I'll make it on my
0: own. Nicholas
4: Cage in this movie is is also Johnny Blaze.
2: Man.
0: Honestly, Yeah, that's kind of the best part. You can theorize anything. He could be Ghost Rider at this point. He was point. taking the night off. He didn't have to go Ghost. Look,
1: look, in all honesty, um, okay, with FNAF, I genuinely thought the first FNAF game on its own is pretty good. I like mm. the fact that it's a very simple game. It It is still a jump scare game. It's a simple would- game simple premise, but there is a little bit of backstory here and there if you take the time to look at it. And if, it, if, that, if that was a game on its own, that'd be great. That'd you be didn't fine. You need more than that. You we didn't need more didn't.
2: than dead kids.
3: I'm a firm I, believer that 1 through 3 is a very solid trilogy, and Scott Cawthon should have just stopped it there because yeah, it has should. a very nice ending of, oh, now everything's abandoned, but psych, there's still stuff. All right, okay, the whole thing burned down. Bye.
4: Yeah. The whole reason for the creation of the game had me rooting for Scott Cawthon from the start.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah.
4: If if anyone doesn't know, uh, everything he did before this were like Christian educational games. <laughs> yeah. Bad. And uh, all of the reviews of the games were like the characters you make look look terrifying. <laughs> 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 like they're supposed to be for kids, but they're terrifying. So person- when he made Five Nights at Freddy's, he like took that to heart and was like, okay. I'll just take these characters and put them in a horror game.
3: And and yeah. much like much like this movie and the first one, in, in FNAF 1, it's so low budget. Everything, like all this, the horror soundscapes and the way you're given information, everything is so like just cheap and easy, but effective in the way it yeah. feeds it to you.
2: Yeah, and- I you can find ever. all the sound effects used. And I did look this up in, in FNAF 1 and like different sort of public archives, you know, oh, like
3: freesound.org probably has. all. Yeah. Of that. yeah.
2: Like, I, like, you know, the, the screams and the laughs are just like pitch shifted. And even that you can find a sample of that music box clip that plays right before, you know, Freddie kills you, you know, but that all of that is
3: out. it's ingrained in everyone's memory. If you ever ask about like the first game and it's all incredibly effective. And yeah. then it just got way too big for its britches. And as much as this movie is a shitpost, post, like it, it's oddly reflective of the first one in what made it yeah. work. And it's this, making fun of it.
5: But uh,
1: I hope, and this is my hope, that because "Willy Was Wonderland" is actually getting some traction right now, and um, it's, they're they're calling it a cult classic, and, or, and a yeah, that's, I'm a bit early
2: to say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I say so.
1: Uh but. I'm scared I hope they don't think oh this is doing well let's do a
0: sequel and then it's just well, already i already been that confirmed. They, if they said what? it did well that they're doing a sequel yeah uh, yeah I, I, okay I, I
1: just hope they know their limit cuz there's only i could do a
0: sequel and hit it out of the park and then just be like we're done yeah,
1: yeah. If, and if i hope
0: that i hope they do that they, they just, they could, uh, that'd be great
2: they could just have like i could see a hypothetical sequel being uh the janitor and Liv going to another Honestly, branch of
1: can we Williams not have something Liv? can we not i don't care about Liv at all yeah not even, not i don't either
5: mean, but
3: all I the other human characters were a distraction her.
0: yes i liked all of the other human characters specifically for their purpose to watch the to animatronics die. get some carnage yeah yeah Liv herself was annoying she didn't really get any kind of like i'm a human being she was just i'm in your face and i want to help you and i'm gonna do this and now we're friends
3: we we were told a lot of why we should care about her and not really shown yeah mm-hmm. there's like a lot of liked, ways to emotion uh, oh i was abandoned as a kid yeah. and oh the sheriff is my adoptive mother and she's really mean it's like, okay cool
0: but was, i liked it- the line she had where um she was like, "Oh, that's good. We're getting to know each other." Really sarcastically, because obviously the janitor doesn't talk. Right. And like that was a really good moment. But that was the only moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she
3: lives anyway, so it's like, okay,
2: whatever. <laughs> yeah, because her name is Liv, the, so she lives. Uh, <laughs> the,
1: the weird part, though, like uh, there's some. I mean, this movie has a lot of flaws. Again, it's a bad it's a it's 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 not a distance it's a like i said i
2: stick by my guns it's not a good movie it's a fun movie yes yeah i had fun watching Um, it
1: but the whole her whole relationship with the the sheriff is weird because she was Mm -hmm. so young and she was adopted by her and Mm -hmm. she was raised by her but they don't act no like a parent and a child or like someone who raised you. And I mean, there's already a a whole lot of issues with the fact like, why does this town try to sacrifice this guy? Why are if in all honesty, if it would have been just, Oh, the town is just sacrificing him done instead of just going in and like over and over and over. I wouldn't question it as much. I
2: do appreciate the fact that they, they did kind of explain that the animatronics weren't just bound to
0: the, oh the, yeah the restaurant they yeah. actually
1: water
2: town and killed people
0: mm-hmm. like a lot of the time the the explanations are really bad in terms of like oh how do freddy and stuff why don't they just leave why aren't they killing other people mm-hmm. the fact that they specifically said we tried to ignore them and they came out and they came after us so we had to sacrifice people to make sure they didn't mm-hmm. kill anybody else just
2: blow them up
1: Think, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, just blow, yeah, why they the kids, I, have, the
2: kids have the right idea, just burn the fucking restaurant just, down,
1: burn the place down,
2: and and
3: that's the problem. Like, you make up and you know, if you're FNAF has this problem too, but like, it's a video game and you're playing through levels, so there yeah. you, you ignore it to a certain degree in a movie. The second you bring that up, it's like, well, then just burn it down, yeah, why haven't you done that before? So, I, I do feel like. And I don't know what the script was, but a lot of it just feels so tacked on, just so they could pad it out to eighty-eight yeah. minutes. It's not even feature length; it's eighty-eight. Yeah. Minutes.
0: yeah. So, like so I personally assumed that um, they didn't, they couldn't kill them specifically because, like, maybe they had assumed because they sacrificed themselves to the devil or whatever they did their cult ritual that, like, I guess because they're small town Hicks, they maybe assumed they couldn't kill them. Like that's where but my. They didn't even try. So Yeah, exactly. There wasn't nice any. Before asking questions, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. wasn't any like um, justification of why they didn't see, see
1: at least with. The... Okay. On... I'll give Five Nights at Freddy's this, at least for the first one. So the 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 restaurant itself is still working. The restaurant mm-hmm. is still in progress, yeah. and there's still animatronics during the day. It's only at night when they get dangerous yeah, and it's right. up to you to keep an eye on them during the night to make sure they don't do any terrible shit. So they're, and also they're confined to that restaurant. Mm-hmm. So th- it explains that makes sense. Why you don't know. It's like why they can't really burn the place down. Cause technically they're still running business. They're still like,
5: mm-hmm. yeah. they're,
1: they're still making money. It's a shit rundown kind of place, but It's still making money. And this one,
3: it's literally abandoned. There is nothing there. Someone owns it, but they bought it, like, way after the fact or whatever. Like, Yeah. yeah.
0: Tex McAdoo bought it after it had already (laughs) been shut down. uh, I'm fairly sure before all the killings. Because he did reopen it. And then people started dying again. So they shut it down again.
2: (laughs) And he's just like, well... I better just let it kill more people. I don't better know. Better sacrifice
3: more people doing the
2: devil. Because it, until I figure much, out what to uh, do with this place. I, well, I guess <laughs> he benefits by getting lots of people's cars to reset.
0: Yeah, they show that he kind of selfishly benefits from just having yeah. their things. True.
1: That that would be kind of interesting if like there was a there was something more beneficial than just, oh, please don't kill our people. Like maybe. The townspeople get something out of it by sacrificing.
3: I, yeah. Speaking of which, um, what town?
1: Bullshit, Indiana. I don't know where this well, place is.
3: But my, like, and I get it. Like, okay, it's a small town, and we don't need to see the town. But we don't see a town. We no, see this no. very small cast of characters, a sheriff's office, which is a trailer, and like that's it. So we don't even we don't even get a sense of like there's a community, and they're all banding together to make this keep this secret. And it's all their, like, private shame. And that's why, like, this whole subplot just feels so tacked on and underdeveloped because we have Mm -hmm. to get a movie to close to future length.
0: Yeah. I will say that it's because it's so small, it also feels like it's very – it's almost like as – because the janitor's not talking, you kind of assume that role of, like, oh, I only saw three people, but I guess I'm here now, you know? Yeah. Like, in that situation, you don't see the whole town. And you don't know all these people banding together. You just clean and kill fucking animatronics. <laughs> that's all in, you do.
1: In all honesty, it should have been smaller. It should have yeah. been just yeah. X was evil. He's getting something beneficial out of getting, sacrificing these people, whatever it is from these animatronics. Who, who knows? And um, that's it. it. It shouldn't have to include a fucking small town who, that knows about the secret. It should just be this one guy who knows. It well, of, yeah, like, I it kind of
0: reminds I me of we,
3: tr- Sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, I remember we were quite upset when the sheriff came in and was like, Ah, oh, how dare you anger Willie, even though he had just kind of like killed yeah. half well, of the yeah. yeah, it was yeah, taking like, away the problem. This is, and she was yeah, still and like, go
2: away. And he was, you didn't even have to threaten him with a gun. He took out the trash. Yeah. He was just gonna go back in there.
3: Yeah,
2: I, it, yeah it reminds that,
3: me a lot of like Tremors, which, <laughs> yeah. It is about a small town and they are really spread out, but you still get this nice intimate sense of the community um through like very, very limited amount of set pieces. And this had an even like smaller one than that. So it can be done. It just was not, you know, like there was yeah. no thought put into it.
0: No, I do feel like maybe that that was because they had that plot, that really good you know, they had the Nicolas Cage, they had the destroying the animatronics, but they needed something to flesh it out to make it feature length. Well, not feature length, but long enough to be yeah. a movie. Yeah,
3: which <laughs> and again, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a small part of the movie, and the movie does kind of pause for it, but like overall, there's a lot of time of just. Nicolas Cage taking a stick and beating the shit out of an animatronic.
1: <laughs> Again, I came into... The only thing I expected out of this movie, because I I had a funny feeling it would be a bad movie anyway, I just wanted to see Nicolas Cage beat the shit out of animatronics, and it's exactly what I got, plus yeah. being fucking weird, which is also what I got. Yeah.
2: So I think that sums a lot of it up. I think we've... I think we covered our bases pretty well on this mm-hmm. one, and I would say... Watch it with a bunch of people. Watch it with a bunch yeah. of friends that want to do this. Because um, if you watch it on your, I mean, I don't know. It's.
1: You could watch it on your own and get you drunk and all but it...
0: um, Like, if you watch it on your own, look at the cinematography and the lighting. Because legitimately, yeah. the lighting is beautiful. In those night scenes, like, outside, like, some of the lighting is just gorgeous. And the way I... that they film the film is Quite nice actually. I listened right. to
3: the music. I actually listened the to the soundtrack. So good. <laughs> I listened to the soundtrack outside of this, and it's got some bangers in there. Like mm-hmm. uh, the guy who um made that really like worked at it, made this music, made n- yeah. not just like ambient music and action music, but Willie's Wonderland uh diegetic music for the hot dog area, which you know there was this only had a five million dollar budget, but I think everyone who worked on it gave a shit. Which is always nice to see, and it does show. Mm
5: -hmm. Okay. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
4: I I recently brought back Alan Recommends.
5: Okay. Uh
4: And I have an Alan Recommends that is pertinent to this episode.
5: Perfect. Mm -hmm. Go for it.
4: Okay. Here we go. Matchstick Men. The Rock. Peggy Sue Got Married. Adaptation. Wild at Heart. Leaving Las Vegas. Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans, Mandy, Colorado Space, Face Off, Raising Arizona, Board of War, Vampire's Kiss, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, oh god, yes. both national treasures. Uh, okay, I need to talk about Valley Girl for a second. Is anyone here familiar with the film yes. Valley Girl? Oh my
1: god, I've seen that movie multiple times. I used to own it. Weirdly enough, TV so, okay. is in it and her boobs
4: my favorite thing about valley girl is that nicholas cage plays like the male love interest and yes. everyone keeps talking about him like he's this huge hunk and he's still fucking nicholas cage <laughs> <laughs> but all of those movies some of them ironic most of them not are really fucking good movies and they're good bore. because nicholas cage is great
3: Lord of War is a legitimately good movie. I don't care what anyone says. I, I I forget when I first saw it, but like I was the only one in the group that liked it, and I would go back and rewatch it now and then. I legitimately like that movie. I but mean, if you I... want
4: some, but if you want some irony, also, like, <laughs> I'm sorry,
5: <I> <laughs> What's that, Alan?
4: What? <laughs> uh uh the Wicker Man. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that movie's fucking amazing I it, don't is, care it, is, movie. it is
4: it is it oh, is incredibly please. bad it is it is it is bad on a level that you have to see
3: it's
1: yeah
4: uh,
3: it's a reboot that never needed to happen but it did so we're here whatever if, if i if i can
4: double if i can double down on a few of these uh mandy yes 100 yeah. Yeah. percent colorado space yeah, 100 oh, um, percent
2: we didn't have a discussion about that one we were talking mm-hmm. about it
1: but we, we were considering uh, it but it never happened,
4: so yeah. Adaptation and leaving Las Vegas one hundred percent.
1: Oh, I, I've heard that movie is fucking
0: amazing. I haven't seen it yet. Um I will also say it's not a good film, but Mom and Dad. It's oh, it's yeah. it's Nicolas Cage just on a hundred percent the whole time.
3: I might <laughs> Need to watch that now.
4: Also, we need to I think we need to collectively decide right now. I don't know if the movie ever even came out yet or if it's going to come out. We need to watch the kickboxing alien movie. Wait, what?
1: What?
2: What? what?
4: So Nicolas Cage what? Uh, what? Let me, let me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to spring this on you in the middle of our show. <laughs>
5: <laughs> wait, wait.
3: Wait, did we mention Conair?
5: Oh, fuck. Conair is so yes, good. Yes, Conair
3: is amazing. Conair has some fucking bullshit in it, but it's great.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Nick Nicholas Cage has I a movie coming a out, Cage or, or Cage it film. may have come out, called Jiu Jitsu, which is about like every some odd years, aliens come down and challenge <laughs> one of our humans to a martial yes. arts fight.
0: Excuse oh me? <laughs> oh my god. It's space jam with karate and jujitsu.
3: I'm 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 down for this.
1: I am looking it up right now. Um it's got a
3: budget so of 25 just... million. This is gonna be oh, awful.
1: God. Oh it was released. it was released November twelfth, uh twenty twenty. How, oh, cool. how did I not hear about this? I know. Well wow. yeah, wait it was it was released? It it's... came out. It's at, But here's the thing. Its box office was only um 72,000. And it had a bunch of... I'm
4: still going to I absolutely watch the living shit out of it.
1: <laughs> oh, it has a 2.9 out of 10.
3: You
4: know That's what? Like, oh, I
1: bet it's
3: still awesome. It, it also came out, like, right when the election was happening. So this got yeah. so overshadowed.
1: <gasps> Tony Jaws is in it? Oh, yeah. Or
3: yeah. It? I'm yeah. watching this film...
4: Possibly as soon as we stop recording. <laughs> if I can find it, I... You can watch it on
1: Hulu it for well. $4.99. Uh, you can
3: spent,
1: watch it on YouTube for $4.99.
3: I've spent $5 on dumber shit. <laughs> I spent $20 on Willy's Wonderland and didn't spend money on. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, w- one, one second. Fuck you, Amazon.
2: No, yeah, I...
0: I will say Absolutely that uh, Willy's amazing. Wonderland is only released in the U.S. right now. Really? So um, when we tried to buy it in Australia, it said it wasn't available because we didn't have a U.S. Jesus. account. So we had to pirate it
5: Nord to watch BPM. it again. Um,
0: even then, because like his account was paying in AUD. His bank account registered as an Australian account, and they wouldn't let it.
3: Why do you hate money? <laughs> <laughs> so...
0: Please support Willy's Wonderland with twenty dollars. Oh my god, because nobody else can. (laughs) That
2: is a lot of money, though. So it is a lot of
0: money, but you know what? Support Willy's Wonderland. I don't
2: think it needs to because apparently it did well enough that they want to do a sequel. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I
3: think that's a very speculative thing. Like, did they say they're interested? Will it happen? We'll see. Like, but it's already been floated as an idea.
4: Yeah. Anyway, the point I was trying to make is there are some really good Nicolas Cage movies out there. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. Go see Face Off. I still think Face Off is is a legitimately good movie. (laughs) Face
4: Off is so fucking good, you guys. You know, um, fun fact, when Kayla and I got- It's insane. Face Off is
2: is so such a fucking insane film. When (laughs) when Kayla and I got married, we found out the place, the venue we got married in was used in Face Off for I'm not sure which scene specifically. It's the
1: church one. It was turned into a church. The church scene. Ah. Yeah. Cause it, it's
2: so we got married where they shot face off.
4: So Hell guys, yeah. guys uh, your I'm wedding scared. is bullshit now. Because- <laughs> why? <laughs> because Wait, now that? my because now my favorite memory of your wedding is that I got to be in one of the buildings <laughs> face-off was filmed. <laughs> <laughs>
3: My favorite memory is the fact that I got to walk from the parking lot to the venue in a kilt, and then a bunch of beachgoers were staring at me. And that was great.
5: <laughs> My favorite no, memory was no that we then, had to,
4: we then had to go get cash from an ATM at another <laughs> <Yeah>. hotel
5: <laughs> so we could get alcohol. Oh my God.
3: That was great. <laughs>
1: I oh, I th- I that, that bartender must have been so happy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he loved us. <laughs> oh, we went up, many a good
2: time. I
1: hope
0: the photos did look great. Abysme looked quality in the kilt. Oh, thank you. Phil,
2: Abysme always looks quality, but especially in a kilt. Yes. I,
3: of the many problems with being in lockdown, is I've had no uh formal events where I can go, oh it's formal? Kilt time
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: And I get the Lord that over paprika because initially she hated the idea and I was like, whatever, I'm gonna wear it more than your friggin' wedding dress, so I don't give a shit.
5: I had
4: I was I was super drunk and had no filter when we first did our like real in 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 real life meetup. And I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure I said out loud, why did no one tell me if Bismy was handsome? <laughs>
3: that That was the same night we drank cheek to cheek um i forget what we. yes we did do uh
4: uh, oh it was it was uh scotch
3: yeah it was awesome
1: i can't (laughs) i want to fly naru over here at some point and (laughs) drag her through the bullshit
2: yes someday we will be able to see each other again
0: Anyway,
4: fucking them? Willy's Wonderland and shit. It was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, go on.
0: I demand yeah. that when I come over there, we all go to Chuck E. Cheese and we just beat on some animatronics.
4: Oh, I wanted to touch on this real quick. Uh, if I could, if I could get a little stand-up on you guys,
5: Ooh, has anyone
4: bucks. seen that? Has anyone seen that Chuck E. Cheese's delivers on like Uber Eats and DoorDash? Oh my yeah. god!
5: Actually. Yeah, what?
4: Like. I can't imagine a sadder thing than that.
5: <laughs> you know, like, like there's...
4: Okay, like, okay. Getting delivery, getting, getting delivery pizza from Chuck E. Cheese's is like paying to have the DJ at a strip club send you a playlist of the music he made. <laughs> 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 yes!
2: <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I'll tell you one thing that Charles Entertainment Cheese is known for and it's not it's pizza no it's no. absolutely <laughs> not no. i
1: can't even fucking remember i, I remember the pizza just seemed meh i, I have remember.
2: a i have a i have a
4: young nephew so re, uh, so pre-pandemic i did i did get to uh enjoy the cuisine of charles entertainment cheese and <laughs> no not no. great
3: i
0: uh, honestly i don't care if it's good i need to go there
4: yeah. It. <laughs> see, see the other half of that story Is that it was not great But also I got to play Whack-A-Mole And like all that other shit And that oh, was yeah. 100% amazing <laughs> I,
3: yeah. I, I grew up Five minutes from uh, a Chuck E. Cheese It's still there um, oh my God. So, I shit. mean who knows if it's even Fucking you know actually operating right now It says it's open who knows But uh, it's also right next to A, a laser tag joint um, oh. That the minute I was old enough for laser tag We just did that Uh, Whenever we had birthday parties at the laser tag place, we would have pizza. Not from the Chuck E. Cheese steps away, but literally anywhere else. Nobody (laughs) wanted that.
0: Um, I do think that they're uh, currently operating as ghost kitchens to keep the the business afloat, from what I know. Remember those uh, commercials that came out? Like, we are prepared for the pandemic. So I was... uh... (laughs) (laughs)
1: at Chuck E. Cheese they're reopening and saying oh we'll keep it clean for the
0: pandemic I'm like Chuck E. Cheese please tell me that Chuck E. Cheese Cheese Uh, has a mask on like him and his friends are wearing masks
3: (laughs) I haven't been there in ages so I wouldn't know but
0: so like so
4: like
3: uh, 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 so
4: so many people I know are like yeah we're married and we're in a relationship but we're not going to have kids and I'm like I don't know and a big part of that is, you know, like, I had a really cool dad, and I want to know what it's like to be a dad. But another part of that that is about the same size is, I kind of want to go back to Chuck E. Cheese.
0: <laughs> Alan, I promise you, you will come back to Chuck E. Cheese anytime I'm in America. I will hire the entire Chuck E. Cheese.
4: Good.
2: So we will... We, we... So that's the, our excuse. We have to take Nara to Chuck E.
5: Cheese. I want to I wanna, I
4: wanna make a child and bring it into this world. So
5: I have an excuse
4: to go to
3: Chuck E. Cheese. Walk in and drop the kid at the door and just go immediately beeline for the arcade games.
0: What happens when the kid gets too old for Chuck E. Cheese? Do you just make another one?
4: Hey, hey, uh, little Jimmy or whatever I named you. Um, Jimmy. Jimmy. Uh, if you aren't good at skee-ball, I'm putting you up for adoption.
5: <laughs>
3: Dad, I don't want to go TV. to Chuck E. Cheese. I just want to play baseball. Shut up. Shut up.
2: Go You're going to gonna get good to ball.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're going to be national skee-ball, <laughs> <laughs> go stand next to Munch and let me get a picture. <laughs>
1: Oh no! I I was a kid that cried when if I got anywhere near those motherfuckers. I, was, like, I, I think
3: they never freaked me out, but I was also like, it's, since we're on the topic, like <laughs> I, I, I viewed them and just kind of like went, "Well, that's weird." I'm gonna go <laughs> ride the motorcycle video game now because fuck yeah. this. Yeah,
0: no one. Are they kind of like the the animatronic bears at Disney World or Disneyland? Like the-
3: <laughs> even like less so, but yes.
0: Kind the of. animatronic bears have actual, like, fluid
2: movements and a range of motion. These are, like, it's like watching someone, uh, like, move a mannequin around on a gimbal. I'll
1: send you a oh video.
0: I'll, I'll hey. send you a you. And depending hey. on, like, depending hey, on where uh... you
2: go,
3: if, if sometimes they're not playing the pre-recorded music loud enough, so you just hear the servos moving
5: over <laughs> the music... <laughs>
3: If it's cheap enough, like it, it's a terrible idea, it's stupidly expensive. Oh,
4: yeah, hey, I love it.
5: Hey,
4: uh, hey, uh, my wife in this scenario. Um, oh
0: my god,
4: I know we were you know talking about uh, a lot of stuff, but like Jimmy just turned 12 and <laughs> we've got so many tokens, so
3: <laughs> maybe try for another. <laughs> I have a trash bag full of t- tickets. So I have to spend <laughs> on something.
1: All right. I know need- you
3: want them out of the living
2: room, but I can't burn them.
1: We, we need to finish this, to close this up. Like at least- We've been here
2: for a while. All right. All right. No, but it, no, this is this is a good sign. Like um, Honestly, um, this is normally the part where I do the preamble about, hey, if you like what you hear here, uh, send us a story, or else we're just going to keep talking about movies. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I didn't is, this, that. this episode is a warning to you all
2: as to what will happen <laughs>
0: if you don't keep sending. <laughs> so you're threatening the audience. Oh, no,
2: you know what's going to happen, though? It's like if people like this episode, they'd be like, don't send them anything. Force them to keep talking about shitty movies that involve.
0: Every movie has to be Nicolas Cage, though. And
2: yes. Welcome to Undercrypt
4: Analysis. We talk exclusively about Nicolas Cage films. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Understand under, It no Doesn't have to be horror adjacent.
1: Join us next time when we review jujitsu. <laughs> oh,
3: I'm, I'm probably going to watch that right now. I'm with Alan on this. No, that's
2: actually definitely about to happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that being said, if you want to send us a story for us to read and critique, uh, you can email us at, midnightmariner at gmail.com. Uh, patrons get top priority for the stories when they get set in, but uh, right now we definitely could use them from anybody. Uh, we um, have a fair backlog, but every so often it gets a little thin. So we're like, hey, you, you, if you're, now is a good time for you to send a story for us to, to talk about on the show if you like. Also, if you're here and you like what you hear, you can check out the other shows on the Creative Horror Network, stuff like Trick or Track and Midnight Marinera and Darkly Lit and The Witching Hour, just to name a few. Um, anything else anybody want to Talk about
3: blood? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs>
2: all right. I, d- I did, all, I did Alan Recommend plug. already. We already did Alan Recommend, so I think we're all set there. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Happy
1: birthday,
0: me. Naru. Happy birthday, Naru. Happy
3: birthday.
0: <laughs> 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 you know, that's electronics getting pretty close, guys. I don't know. <laughs> time to leave. <laughs>
2: Good evening, Intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinera, and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com. <laughs>